Voices of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church in Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. Our Sunday worship is on site and online at 9.30 a.m. And you can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any popular podcast platforms. This week, Pastor Caressa continues our series, Renew Hope, with a sermon titled, Renew Our Commitment to Worship and Prayer. Scripture comes from Luke 18, 9 through 14, and is read by Dan George. Luke 18, uh, verses 9 through 14. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everybody else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like the other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Jesus said, I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the word of the Lord. Well, friends, today we continue our sermon series on Renew Hope. We had uh, touched on this uh, theme, Renew Hope, in the fall, in October and November. And we thought, what better way to start the new year than to renew, to renew our hope, to renew our commitment to Christ and to our baptism, as we did last week. Uh, how many of you still remember what your word is from the stone that we got last week? And in case you weren't here, you were watching online, there is a basket of those stones. Uh, last week, we remembered our baptism. We renewed our commitment to Christ. We grabbed a stone that had a word on it. It was engraved in that rock, and that's to be your word for this year. So if you did not have a chance to get one, there are some on the welcome table, and I invite you to let that word speak to you and your renewed commitment to Christ in this year. Well, today our focus is renewing our commitment to worship and to prayer, two essential elements of our faith, especially our faith and our daily living. So this morning I'm going to begin with a story. There was a man who came to worship every single Sunday and he always sat in the back left pew every week. Now, how many of you sit in the same spot every single week? Yes, you can admit that. Don't worry. It's just kind of a thing that we do, right? It's just a thing we do. We get comfortable in that seat. It just kind of reminds me of Sheldon on Big Bang Theory. You have your spot. Don't let any... No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways, this man came to worship every Sunday, and he sat in the back left pew, his spot, and he was always the quiet type. He mainly kept to himself. He'd get to church early. He'd sit in that pew, just sit quietly by himself. You know, he would stand when everyone stood, but he'd only kind of mouth the words. He would greet people as they approached him, but he didn't veer too far from his pew. Now, I know some of you go like clear to the other room for passing up the peace, but he would stay very close to where his seat was. And like I said, he would always arrive early and he would spend time in prayer right when he got here on that Sunday morning. 
Well, one Sunday, an elder of the church walked into the sanctuary and noticed this man sitting and praying in his pew, and no one else was around. And so the elder approached the man whom he had noticed there in that one spot week after week, and the elder just gently approached him and asked if everything was okay. And the man looked up and then looked back down. And the elder, instead of walking away, gently and silently sat down next to the man. And they sat there in silence for a while. And then the elder broke the silence. He said to the man, he said, I've noticed you. You come to church early every Sunday and you sit in this spot. And I am sure glad you are here. And then the man looked at the elder sitting next to him, cleared his throat. He said, you know, I've been to other churches and it's either loud and crowded or it's small and they don't even say hi. It's like you're a stranger and you don't even belong. He said, and I've also been around other Christians who are more concerned about looking good than being good. And when you walk into the space, you feel like you have to have it all together to even step foot through the door. And then the man said, he goes, but here, here it's different. People greet me with the peace of Christ and they don't even know me. Here people give me space to worship and pray without any expectations on me. Here I feel connected to God. Here I can come just as I am, no matter what is going on in my life, whether I feel broken or sad or joyful, and I know that here I am loved and I am valued. Friends, that is my hope and prayer for each of us as we come to this place, to this time of worship at New Hope. That this is a place where you can just come as you are. You don't have to put on a facade. You don't have to put on a mask. You don't have to pretend everything's okay. You can just come in and know that you will be loved and supported. I wonder if you felt that way here. That this is a time during your week that you can take a deep breath and lay down your burdens and know that you will be enveloped in God's comfort and presence. This is a place where you can come and just be. That is my hope and my prayer for us, for new hope as we gather together to worship each and every Sunday, as we turn off that alarm and maybe hit snooze about three times or maybe 10 if you're like me and go, whoo, why is worship at 930? But we're here. But there's a reason that you're coming. I want you to have this place to be that sacred space. 
Friends, from the beginning, Christians have come to worship. They have gathered to worship on the very first day of the week, which is the day that Christ, our Lord and Savior Jesus, rose from the dead. That is why we pick Sunday. That is why we come and we gather. We gather to give praise and honor and glory to God. We come to confess our sin and to seek God's forgiveness. We come to openly and honestly connect with God and express what is going on in our lives. We come because we're thirsty and we're hungry for God's word, for God's word to speak into our lives, for us to receive that guidance and that wisdom so that it is relevant for how we are living our daily lives. We come together to celebrate the sacraments of baptism and in Lord's Supper as we gather and we share the bread, the bread of life, as we share the cup of salvation. And we don't do that just individually, but we share literally passing that to each other in community. And in the words of 1 Thessalonians 5.11, worship is a time for us to encourage one another and to build each other up. We heard that in the children's sermon, didn't we? Why are we here? What is community? It's a time to encourage and to build each other up because Lord knows out there, there is too many things and too many people trying to tear us down. Amen. So friends, I wonder what brings you to worship. I wonder why you are here. I wonder what you're expecting to do in this hour. Now, if I were to take a poll and, and ask you and pass around a microphone and say, why do you come to worship? The, the answers to that question would vary. Well, I come because this is a loving and caring community. Thank goodness it is, yes? I've been going to church since I was a kid. That's just what you do on Sunday mornings. I come because of the music. Amen. I come because it's a time to pray. I come for the message. When you come through these doors, I wonder what you expect to see and to feel and to hear. I wonder what you are looking for. I wonder who you hope to encounter in this place. And I wonder what brought you to this place. When I hear the story of the Pharisee and the tax collector praying in the temple, that is the question that echoes in my heart is, what brought you to this place of worship, Pharisee? What brought you to this place of worship, tax collector? As we heard read in Luke chapter 18, Jesus tells a parable about a Pharisee and a tax collector who both go to the temple to pray. But for the people who lived in and around Jerusalem, the temple was the center of their worship, the center of their life of faith, just like this sanctuary is for us today. And so people would go and they would spend time in prayer. There would be organized worship like we have right in this moment. But there would be also times that the doors were just open for people to come in and pray as they needed to, to make sacrifice, to give thanks, or to confess. And in this parable, Jesus presents these two men in the temple at the same time. But Jesus also presents a clear dichotomy 
between these two men. The Pharisee stands proud and boasts of his accomplishments, while the tax collector falls to his knees and beats his chest in sorrow. The Pharisee prays to God, God, thank you. Thank you that I'm not like other people. That's an interesting prayer, isn't it? Thank you that I'm not like other people. I'm not like those sinners and those robbers. And thank God I'm not like this tax collector. But the tax collector prays, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. One looks down and casts judgment on others. The other casts judgment on himself and can't even look up. One was there for rituals and appearances. The other was there for confession and repentance. One seemed to be there out of a sense of obligation, like going through the motions. Everybody watch me, I'm praying. But the other's heart had been convicted, and he came seeking forgiveness. One seemed to have no room for God. The other knew he needed God. There's a saying that I once heard, and it's always stuck with me. The church is not a museum for saints, It's a hospital for sinners. Friends, here at New Hope, you do not have to be perfect. You do not have to have it all together or put a facade on that everything is okay. This, I inform you, this is not a museum or a stage where we show up to showcase that life is wonderful, that we have all of our little ducks in a row. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't even know where a lot of my ducks are. Maybe you feel the same way sometimes. And you know what? That's okay. Because it's okay that everything is not okay. It's okay to be what I constantly call myself a hot mess. I wish I had the t-shirt. I need to get the t-shirt. It's okay that everything is not okay when you walk through these doors on Sunday morning. It is okay that you feel frazzled and pulled in 20 different directions or broken and sad or frustrated or stressed. Because here at New Hope, we want you to walk through those doors and come as you are. Just come as you are. Come as you are to this time of worship with all your flaws and imperfections and know that God is here ready to embrace you with grace and forgiveness. Come as you are with your brokenness and sorrow, your grief, and hear Jesus say, come, come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest. Come. Come as you are to this sacred space to share your joys and your concerns, your highs and lows, and be supported and encouraged by the people that are sitting right next to you. Worship at New Hope is a place where we want you to feel connected. 
connected to God, connected to each other, to be loved and accepted for who you are. Where you can be inspired and guided by the God's word. Where it's a safe place where you don't have to have that facade, where you can just bear all. Where you can be real and raw with God. Where you can be real and authentic with one another. Where there is no judgment. There is no expectation that it's okay not to be okay. And when you come to this place to know that you're not alone, to know that each and every one of us walk alongside together in this thing we call life and faith. And most of all, I want worship at New Hope to be for you a sacred time where you can lean into God and lean on one another. Lean into God and lean on one another. So again, I wonder, I wonder what brought you to this place, to this time of worship this morning. And I wonder what part of this message has resonated with you. And I feel that it's only appropriate as we think about recommitting ourselves to worship and prayer, that, that we end this message with a time of prayer where you can have space and time with God so that you can share with God whatever it is that you brought with you this morning. You know, some people say, well, I go to church and I'm going to leave everything outside the door and I'm just going to come in and be refreshed. But I say the opposite. I say, bring in whatever is going in your life and let us walk with you. Let God take that burden from your life. Share that with God. Pray to God about that. And so that's what we're going to do. So I invite you. I invite you to take a deep breath. And I invite you to go to God in this time of prayer to say, God, in this moment, I want to express this. God, I need this. Maybe, just maybe, you need a quiet minute to breathe and just to be still and know that God is with you. So friends, let us go to God in prayer and take two minutes to spend this time with our Lord. Let us pray. Lord, hear our prayers. Amen. Friends, God is always here in this space, but also anywhere you are in your life to listen. To listen to your joys and concerns, your cries and confession. To shower you with grace and embrace you in love. And in this sacred time and place, it gives us opportunity each week to join together to be real with God, to be real with one another, to join our lives in love and support so we can walk alongside each other. And so friends, I pray that this time of worship and this prayer has been renewing for you, has reinvigorated your faith. And maybe just maybe there is somebody out there, whether it, you work with them or they are your neighbor or you go to school with them, maybe just maybe somebody else needs this place. And so if you know of somebody that does, I invite you, 
I encourage you to invite them to come and to worship and to be a part of this community. For you know how important this community is to you. Just think how important it could be to somebody out there who feels broken and alone. So invite them. Invite them into this place. For friends, our worship reminds us that God is our strength when we are weak, that God lifts us up when we fall, that God, only God, is our all in all. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you have enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. If you want to know more about New Hope, you can subscribe to our weekly email newsletter, The Midweek Memo, by going to our website and signing up. Friends, may you love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and may you go and love your neighbor as yourself. Go in peace.